0: just go to cars.com It's magical.
1: Welcome to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. I'm Andy McNamara. On the line with me, Matt Jansen from WKYC Sports in Cleveland, covering the Browns. Training camp is upon us. This is the debut of Season 4 five and we are so excited to have our terrific sponsor back cleveland whiskey you gotta check these guys out clevelandwhiskey.com the different cocktails the blends i'm going to be going on a tour this upcoming week and show you all behind the scenes all the great work they're doing in cleveland clevelandwhiskey.com and at Cleve Whiskey. you hear him there in the background the wind he's out there he's walking around it's matt fleur jansen maddie how are you buddy good andy how are you doing today oh i'm i am excited because Training camp means that the season's not that far away. I got my Madden 20 copy early, so I've been playing Madden. I've been getting going through the preseason with this Browns team. Very exciting. Um, take us through just quickly as far as big picture. We'll get to the events of Sunday because a lot went on. But the first few days of camp, what's been your vibe? You've been there covering. What's the, the vibe of the team, the coaching staff, kind of everything around this thing?
0: the first thing you get is that the defense is a little bit further along than the offense. Um, for some reason, the offense was struggling when they put the pads on, and we found out why after the first practice, because uh, they weren't able to run the ball as effectively with the pick-back because Kitchens kind of picked off the defense uh, to where the ball was going in ah. an effort to get the offense to learn how to run when everybody in the stadium, including the opponents, Know that that's what they want to do. Um, so I, I get the Scientology behind it. It was an interesting tactic, and I, I think it worked a little bit. The running game saw a little bit better productivity today. Uh, they're a little bit banged up right now uh, in that regard. Duke Johnson has a calf or uh, upper leg injury that right. he's dealing with, and uh, Kareem Hunt has been on the sideline for the first four days of the camp with an injury. Well, I think he's going to be back sooner than later. No real timetable on when Duke Johnson will be back. But uh, overall, they've done a pretty good job of avoiding the soft tissue injuries. Knock on wood. They've been bringing Jarvis Landry along slowly. Uh, Odell Beckham looks like Odell Beckham and how we would all expect him to look. Just a phenomenal athlete. Uh, Head and shoulders one of the best players on offense. Um, Baker's leadership has been on full display. Uh, Miles Garrett's athleticism continues to attract attention and ooze and ahs from both the crowd and the media. Uh, The offensive line needs a little bit of work, um, but they're coming along, and they think that uh, with these six weeks before the opener, they'll
1: be able to
0: build some chemistry and also improve their technique.
1: And help that out. Awesome. You're listening on SB Nation Dogs by Nature. You could also you, watch us live in the recording on Twitch.tv/AndyMacLive. And Collins21 saying, "Great job today. Thank you very much, Collins21. Appreciate that." You can subscribe for free using your Amazon Prime account or anybody in the house. Just click on there, gift the sub, get going, click follow, as well as on Twitter at AndyMC81 at Matt Jansen from WKYC Sports in Cleveland, of course. Give our tremendous sponsor, Cleveland Whiskey, a follow on their social media at Cleveland Whiskey on Twitter, and then Cleveland Whiskey on Facebook and on uh, Instagram. So make sure you're checking them out as well. Uh, Matt, let's get to the poll question here. All right, and we put it out at AndyMC1, and it's not as far as the full season, but in training camp, as far as what we're looking for, what we should. Be expecting the question out there who has the most to prove in training camp? So, not the whole season, but again, which Browns player or coach has the most to prove in training camp? Is it rookie Greedy Williams? Is it the Kickers? We'll get to the kicking competition in a minute. Head coach Freddie Kitchens, first time head coach, or a dark horse? You, you sprung on me, Matt. Wide receiver Blake Jackson. So, you can vote at Andy MC81 right now. Uh, and if none of the guys are on there, you can pop in the comment section here on twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive or on Twitter at AndyMC81. So, Matt, take me through first before you vote, because a lot of people don't know about Blake Jackson, wide receiver. Fill us in a little bit.
0: So uh, maybe this is my small school uh, upbringing coming out at me, but uh, he's a Division three kid yeah. uh, out of Texas, uh, played against Mount Union in a national championship game at the Division three level. of the wide receiver scale, but he's handling the transition well. And he is the NFL champion. If it's not this roster, he's not going to the NFL roster uh, this season. He has that kind of talent, and he has that kind of passion for the sport of football. Anytime you're trying to go from Division three to the NFL, that's a huge leap. I mean, it's a huge leap to go from high-level Division one. To the NFL, but he's trying to make up a few more divisions and try to show that he has something uh, that can benefit this team, and he's shown out well. I've been impressed really with all the wide receivers. Um, obviously, Landry and Beckham and Calvary are the guys that get the headlines. Yeah. Higgins gets the headlines of his nickname. But everybody to a man has played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, caught the ball consistently in the drills, uh, made plays with uh, the ball after securing catches down the field. And, and really, overall, the, the receivers get the most amount of praise from me for uh, what has gone on here at camp. And Jackson fits in that mold about as well as anybody. He really has left off the page. Uh, and not just because he wears the number twelve that we all remember who wore the number. 12. Well, he did. Uh, Josh Gordon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he he's really put some respect back into that number. And as I said, I, I would be completely stunned if he's not on an NFL roster uh, by the uh, by the end of training camp and going into the regular season. I can't say the same thing for either one of the kickers, though.
1: Oh boy. Okay, Matt. Let's let's take a, let's take a pause there for a second. All right.
0: I, I gave you I gave you a uh, a, a and easy. Right. And I told you what I like. I appreciate it. But there's something that I know that you can cannot stomach oh, no. or stand, and you're you're fitting to just lose it on the kickers. Ah. The horse is here, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. So as I said, I got planned uh, the early edition of. Madden 20 for my PS4. I texted you this, Matt. Literally, my first move, the game uploads, downloads, all that stuff. The first thing I did was went to franchise mode, went to the Browns depth chart, and usurped Greg Joseph for Austin Sieber in the depth chart. I just like, get out of here, and going through the process there. So, we got so the options again which Browns player or coach has the most approved in training camp on Twitter at AndyMC81 is Greedy Williams, the rookie corner, the kickers. Freddie Kitchens or wide receiver Blake Jackson? So we went through Blake Jackson. Interesting story there. Matt, the kickers, I've seen online, you were there live. Uh, it sounds like the rookie, the fifth-round pick from this year, isn't having the best day or or camp overall. Is that is that fair? Yeah, neither one of
0: them had a good day at the office today. Cyber uh, was one for four uh, in the need to uh, make a field goal to win the game, drill uh, at the end of practice. Uh, Greg Joseph got the first crack at kicking and attempting a game-winning field goal. He pushed it slightly wide left. Simon wow. comes up, and we're talking probably from four yards. So it's not exactly it's a sixth shot. I mean, it's got some distance to it. And he didn't just miss the damn thing. He missed the netting behind what? the damn fuel post. I mean, he was so far right, that ball would have been about seven rows deep into the dog pound. How also, did he miss I that? He pushed it way, 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 way far right. I mean, I don't... I, it wasn't even close. Who is who is was holding? To, to double the double the width of the average to be able to make that thing. It was a rough
1: attempt. Oh, Matt, who who is the holder? Because they had the Scottish Hammer guy hold it uh, in uh, in OPA's. Yeah, okays. he was for both
0: guys, and I thought he, did, he 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 got the ball down fine, got the laces out, just a missed kick, on both ends. Why know? do they
1: have this guy on the roster, the Scottish Hammer? I like the nickname. You know, as a wrestling fan, I can appreciate. It. You, Britton Colquitt. We're not we're not talking about the, this guy usurping uh, Colquitt. I hope.
0: We absolutely are. What Mike Brick pulled us during the off season program. Oh. that is an open competition, if it wasn't, uh, Jamie Gillen would not be here. Is wow. it Britton Colquitt's proven that he can do it in the NFL? But Britton Colquitt has the his spot on this roster just like everybody does. They have okay. the much competition as they possibly can to get this team as sharp as they can okay. for when they start the regular season. Britt, uh, Britton Colquitt is not a lock. He has to earn his
1: spot. Wow, I I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. That's fine. You know, I won't earn the spot. I get it. Um, so the kickers, mad. So Joseph missed one. Siebert missed one. Is there like if the season is starting today, is it going to Joseph? Like where where do you think we're at if it starts yep. today? Or could we be looking at maybe another leg coming in if, if the if we're not satisfied with all with either kicker?
0: Personally, I think it would go to Joseph unless somebody unexpectedly ended up on the market. Cybert uh, struggled with consistency throughout mm-hmm. the off-season program, and he's done nothing to really quell those concerns wow. through the first four days of training camp. Now, granted, you got six weeks for the season. We got four, uh, a little bit over four weeks before the roster gets cut down from 90 to 53. Maybe he can turn around and ultimately kick well in the. In the preseason games but they need to know that he can do it yeah if he's not able to do it you know then he's not going to be employed for very long wow
1: and that's a fifth round pick Whew. that would be a disappointment that'd be a big miss by by dorsey but matt my god it, it, you know, we can't go into the season with greg joseph come on we can, can't can we don't do this to me he no. He went 17 and 20 last year. He's a bum. You know what? It's, this guy uh, is This guy's not clutch. Mr. Mr. July. Way
0: better than his career average. Just 85% is way better than his career average was in college.
1: Guy blew it when it counted.
0: <laughs> he didn't cost you as many games as Zane Gonzalez oh. and Cody Park oh. did. Now, now I'm really afraid. Now. <laughs> <to the> <laughs> I am really turning the screws up on Andy oh. because he has had a kicker problem since Phil Dawson left franchise.
1: Since Phil da- and the Browns
0: yeah. have had a kicker problem since Phil Dawson left this franchise. And at the first sign of trouble,
1: bam, I'm he's on to the next. I am, I am
0: on to the if next. You <laughs> are dead to Andy back as a kicker. You one kick. So, done. Forget it. I don't care how many days. It's done. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> and, you, you, you get you get yeah, out of it. <laughs> and, and truthfully, because we complained about the kicker so much last year, yeah, I I had to look at just how effective Greg Joseph actually was for a team that was in the playoff until week fifteen.
1: But he, my problem with Joseph is, it seemed like any clutch situation the guy didn't come through, or you were holding your breath like that. We're not talking anything right down Broadway here. Matt, was the best kicker since Phil Dawson Billy Cundiff? I, I was just thinking about that. We That might be where we're at. Like, Billy Cundiff might have been the best post-Phil Dawson kicker. That's that's terrifying.
0: He was also the best replacement when Phil went down with an injury. Uh, I think it was my first year uh, with the Browns in 2009. Phil had an issue and was down for like three, four weeks, and they brought in Billy Cundiff, who hadn't kicked in the NFL in like a year and a half. And Billy not only handled our job well, but then when we reactivated Phil and we parted ways with Billy Cundiff, he went on and had a job in the league for several more years. He did. He did. uh, I, I, I agree that I think he's probably been the most consistent guy that they've had since. Um, left well was basically chased out of the organization by a couple of executives who shall remain nameless Mm -hmm. but are unknown to the world Um, and yeah you'd like to see one of these guys in my opinion it's always better to see somebody win it than not lose a job Yes. usually that's been in reference to the quarterbacks that's not the case this year that's not the problem. No. The problem is, the, and they have to figure that out. We're good because with six, neither baby. one of them had a day, and neither one of them had a great offseason season to speak divided.
1: either. No, I like how you said that. You want one to win it, not, not lose it, and that's kind of where we're at. Uh, Matt, before we get to the other two options, on which Browns player or coach has the most approved in training camp, on <laughs> Sunday at training camp, there was a fight. Freddie Kitchens made the whole team run laps, do sprints and all that. Tell us a little bit about what happened. It was Chad Thomas, the um, draft pick by by Dorsey, uh, not this year, the year before, who didn't really see the field. He was fighting with uh, Pharaoh Brown. Is that right? Tell us what happened. You were there. Yeah,
0: so at the end of a play in full 11-on-11 drills, the whistle blew, and the players did not want to stop. The offensive line... Thought the defense should have let go of the running back. Chad Thomas took exception to that. He and pretty much the whole offensive line were involved at one point. And then Farrell Brown was really the, the end recipient of all of Thomas's rage. Uh, looked like it started to calm down. Chad was still a little upset. Uh, but Farrell had walked away at that point. Then Orson Charles, another tight end, gets in the mix. That kind of reinvents the whole thing. Oh, um, it basically took Christian Kirksey bear hugging and walking away from the fray with Chad Thomas uh, for things to cool down. And at that point, Freddie Kitchens had had enough. He looks at the assistant. get on the line. Everybody gets on the line. You have your players. Go to the sideline, and everybody had to wow. run 106-yard uh, sprints. The uh, sideline to sideline is 53 yards, so they had to run 106 yards in sprints three times uh, as punishment. And the, the whole point is we don't practice penalties. We take care of each other. You, you make a penalty in the game, the whole team pays for it. So if you do it in practice, guess what? The whole team has I to I like it. I like, so, like it. That's team mentality. That was, that was the huge tone setter because – there were times last year where fights broke out. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a really good one between Jarvis Landry and Terrence Mitchell that right. ball, a ball being thrown into somebody's face fast, it, it, uh, fists flying, all you know, sorts of not smart things to do on the football field when you're punching a helmet. No, uh, never understood but that. Not, uh, molded plastic and metal tends to lose quite often. <laughs> percentages not really in your favor. No. Uh, didn't see any of Punches thrown towards the helmet region. Sheldon Richardson alluded to uh, maybe some jabs to the to the shoulder pads were uh, Just some heavy push, yeah, a bottom, like uh, very emphatic uh, physicality going back and forth. But uh, yeah, so Freddie made everybody run, and Larry Ogunjobi, to his credit, said, "Look, none of us like to do that. It's not fun. It's kind of annoying." But we understand that this is a team game and we have to take care of each other. And if we don't take care of the team, then who will? And uh, I thought that was, that was a pretty measured response. But mm-hmm. time, I thought Larry was well-spoken in the situation. Mm-hmm. He just, he moved on, uh, back The the he's to work and he up practice. Uh, and we'll ultimately see if temperance continue to flare or
1: well matt i also heard that chad thomas flipped off a fan gave him the gave him the finger uh who told him to hustle more yeah. after all this yes yeah, so, uh, really the fans got up on
0: the phone about hustling enough through the uh through the training camp session and as specific to that uh those sprints that were we're getting hollered at and a lot of them used colorful language uh toward the fans wow and uh, chad was on the receiving end of it and he let his displeasure be known um, one of
1: the five fingers Uh, (laughs) and it wasn't the pinky
0: that uh uh, for the kitchen, that was an example of a little too much passion
1: that's and, immaturity
0: uh, a very you know not not necessarily the best look i will say this though in the sense of the player not
1: the action my concern though is okay if the fans get on you whatever but for chad thomas to flip the bird if i'm a coach That concerns me that he can be gotten to emotionally during a game and take a stupid penalty. That's where my concern comes from. If a a fan can get to you at camp, you do that in a game or you freak out, you're costing me 15 yards for an unsportsmanlike, and I can't have that. I think that's going to be a very interesting storyline to follow where Chad Thomas falls in this rotation, if at all, for the Browns. I understand, and I can
0: appreciate that. I agree with you i think if you do it if you can't handle the courtesy and you respond that way what the hell are you going to do on game
1: day well yeah um,
0: i i don't know that we're going to have to worry about that if okay. we have another episode like today i don't think you're going to have to worry about going on
1: game day he'll be uh he'll, he'll he'll get the boot ski uh by the way folks make sure you vote in our cleveland whiskey twitter poll at andymc81 and follow along on twitch.tv slash andymaclive. You can jump in the chat room there on Twitter, at Matt Fleur as well. So we Cleveland Whiskey, at Cleve Whiskey. And by the way, folks, if it's all around Ohio and the US, just go to clevelandwhiskey.com, check out the cocktail recipes, perfect for the summer. Some of the old fashioned, the rye, the cherry, the underground, my favorite, the hickory wood, uh, when I'm down there next week, Matt, you know I'm loading up, baby. You know I'm going, I'm going the natural Cleveland Whiskey. I'm going the underground. Check out all the flavors. They are spectacular. So that is a nice bonus. But let's get quickly to the other two options of which Browns player or coach has the most approved training camp. Greedy Williams, the Kickers, Freddie Kitchens, or Blake Jackson. We've talked about Jackson and the Kickers. Greedy Williams to me, Matt, if you have Denzel Ward on the outside and you have a a battle for playing time on the opposite with Terrence Mitchell and Greedy Williams. You are in phenomenal shape. How's Greedy Williams look? Because from what I've seen online, he's he's making some plays. He's looking pretty quick.
0: It's not gonna be much of a battle if the first four days of practice there's any indication. Okay. uh, All due due respect to to Terrence, that's Greedy's job to lose. I I love that. intercepted Baker Mayfield. Wow. He's intercepted Baker Mayfield feel about the office to Odell. The moment's not big for him, and Mitchell's gotten cooked a few times. In fact, I posted a video of Becca making the circus pump on the sideline um, in camp, and Terrence wasn't covered. So it's uh, not the best look. But uh, in my opinion, Greedy's winning the job. That's Greedy phenomenal. is playing well, on the ball, and he's, he's doing things with it. He's crowning the He's He's long. Getting everything going in a positive direction.
1: Like, he's really
0: been very good. I love to, that. Uh, to this point.
1: Because, Matt, we think of it this way Karen Mitchell was a starter last year, TJ Carey was at points as well. You have Greedy Williams come in. Jump over them in the depth chart. My God, look, that secondary is then in phenomenal shape. Denzel worth the concussion issues. You then have two NFL quality starters that you work into a rotation, and then the whole safety mix as well. That is excellent news for the secondary. That's that's awesome. Like you, you, you can have some real yeah. depth and some real options there for uh, for that defense. That's that's terrific news. I love that. So okay, so we got three. Yeah. It's great. It's three is very well. Excellent. And what about Freddie Kitchens? The last one on the poll question of who has the most approved. I think that example today, at what you mentioned earlier was, hey, if we get a penalty, it hurts the whole team. So if someone makes a mistake, everybody goes really trying to bond them and say, hey, you know what? This isn't an individual thing. Whatever, whoever you are, you are part of this team. It's the whole, if you're not wearing orange and brown, you don't matter. Well, I love that Freddie Kitchens is actually starting to implement that in, in training camp. How have you thought Freddie has handled the media, the players, from what you've seen and heard in his first training camp as head coach?
0: I thought he's had a good account of himself. Uh, he's even a little bit more uh, excitable, both positively and negatively, than I even thought he would be. During the offseason, was very even keel. Mm-hmm. He was the guy I voted for on the floor. Mm-hmm. I thought he has the most supreme, And he's shown that he's willing to be a leader for this team. And if he's got to praise somebody, like give the two back a hug, he makes a good point, or whether he's got to get on Baker
1: was one of the things all these big personalities can a first-time head coach do it i think he surrounded himself with offensive and defensive coordinators showing he's not egocentric he wants the best product he's confident with himself which is very important to baker mayfield and the team at large i voted of course matt hey my, the kickers because listen man we got to sort that out that is the biggest thing to me and i hope it's like you said somebody seizes it and takes it and and if that happens to be Greg Joseph, I don't care what name it is. Just make the damn kicks when you need to make it, okay? But whoever, if it's somebody else on the outside, the kicker position to me is so vital because so help me, if that guy or any of them cost me a game with an errant kick, I'm gonna lose it, and you know I will. So I, <laughs> I vote for kickers. Leader in the clubhouse is with you, Freddie Kitchens at 50%, kickers at 32, Greedy Williams at 14, and Blake Jackson. At 5, you can vote at AndyMC81 on the at Cleve Whiskey, uh, Cleveland Whiskey Twitter poll there. Uh, Matt, final thoughts for the uh, for the training camp. We're going to do a grilling. Uh, we'll have to go, like, the, the grilling with Florjancic or something at uh, at your place on Saturday for a live Twitch nothing but a little pressure. On you, you right? Hey. The food or Listen, man, we're, we're going to be zooming in on the hot dogs and burgers. We're going to learn the, you know, we're going to see you grill, baby, and talk some Browns football on uh, that'll be this upcoming Saturday. But, yeah, a, qu- a quick second of final thoughts on, on this camp as the Browns head into uh, the next week of camp.
0: Good first start. Uh, they have one more practice tomorrow before their first off day. Um, so putting a ball in this
1: first week
0: has been, been a good bunch of work. I think guys have started to show out a little bit. Okay. But, uh as with everything, there's a reason why the chip we are going before you put against the real, and I think we're gonna have to see over these next six weeks just how this team comes together.
1: Yeah, yeah and put it all together. All right. well that'll do it folks for the dog house. make sure again check out our great sponsor clevelandwhiskey.com. If you're not in Cleveland or in the Ohio area, they sell all over the place. check out for a, a liquor store or distributor near you to get yourself some Cleveland whiskey. From Matt Fletcher, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns.
0: Hello, I'm Neeli Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple.